Command your potential. Okay, command who Billy you are. Carson. Command your outcomes to happen. Are the Christians actually worshiping Satan? We're going to pull up. The reason why I command the whole thing. Interesting. Yeah. I see everybody filling up. Make sure you guys click the like button. Don't forget to click that like button, please. That's going to get the algorithm going properly so we can get seen out here. All right. Very important to click that like button. So please click the like button. Uh, very, very important. All right. So, of course, shameless plugs. My book, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets, some of the information I'm going to share with you tonight is also can, can be Smiley also correlated face. in my book, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets. It's available on Amazon. It's a, it's a bestseller in five countries right now. Okay, it's been translated into a lot of different uh, languages. It's also a bestseller in Japan. And that is a QR code right there. If you want to get the book, uh, you can go check that out. Woke doesn't mean broke. My other bestseller, it's a bestseller in four countries right now. Okay, financial literacy, 688 pages. If you want to find out more about this book and what's the contents, the contents of this book and what it can do to help you with your life and your financial literacy and help you build a legacy and help you understand how to combine spirituality with navigating the financial matrix. Make sure you go to forbiddenknowledge.com or amazon.com or use the QR code there as well. If you want to get free subscription to Forbidden Knowledge TV, get a free trial. Make sure you scan this QR code or go to 4BK.TV. We have over 6,000 shows up there and counting brand new high quality uh, mainstream media type level production on Forbidden Knowledge TV and growing every single day. And of course, the brand new documentary comes out next week, Black Knight Satellite Beyond the Signal, coming exclusively to Forbidden Knowledge TV. You don't want to miss that. We have our social media app, Unite the 99. If you want to get on this app and start sharing content without algorithms, without suppression, uh, without oppression, <laughs> and you want to be able to meet people, you can get this app. Uh, it's Unite the 99 on your app store, or you can scan this QR code. We're posting great content in there daily. And of course, a lot of people know you can invest in forbidden knowledge, but there's only 24 hours left. Okay, 24 hours. This was five days ago when I made this, when I screenshot this, but there's only, if you go to the site now, you see there's only 24 hours left you to get shares of forbidden knowledge and because we're rolling as we made our press release we're going to roll everything into a nasdaq which is first quarter of the year uh so this this round two is ending in 24 hours here you can see yahoo finance forbidden knowledge is going public this is a great opportunity you don't want to miss out you have 24 hours to get shares for only a dollar 50. uh if you understand what that means then you'll you'll do it Okay. Great opportunity. If you want to become a shareholder, use this QR code or go to forbiddenknowledge.com. Click on invest and learn more. Uh, get the offering statement, download the perspectives, whatever you want to do. Research it, study it. But if you are smart, get some shares before it closes in 24 hours. If you want to attend all of my free work for the rest of the year, make sure you go to eventbrite.com and type my name in and go to all my free workshops and events. Okay, totally free. It doesn't cost you any money. Yes. Uh, and uh, wow. they're all available to watch on Forbidden Knowledge TV. I stream them live on my TV network. You can get that QR code right here and go to uh, register for all the free workshops and events. A lot of great ones coming up. 
So you want to know where to invest $1,000 right now? Well, forget about stocks, real estate, or cryptocurrency. There is a little-known trend taking America by storm right now called digital real estate. And digital real estate creates online And we just gave away the first giveaway in a while. Yesterday, we gave away a free Apple TV for people that text us. Text hashtag giveaway to 954-245-0086. That's hashtag giveaway to 954-245-0086. No purchase necessary. This month, we're giving away a iMac, I'm uh, sorry, a MacBook Pro, not an iMac, a MacBook Pro this month, at the end of the month. So just a random person will be selected, and they'll that. get the MacBook Pro. We just ask that you allow us to get you on a live video, take a photo, tag us, allow us to put you, put you up on our Forbidden Giveaways Instagram account. All right, we're going to get right into it, guys. So thank you for allowing me to spend that time with that. Now, New let's talk a little bit about the uh this these this pantheon Great that new came documentary to Earth. on Sumerian There's origins a of just really posted interesting gods and Trump is going to fucking jail smiley face here. the first one is Anu now he wasn't the first one here but he was considered to be the fatherhead or the lord god he was over the main gods that came to this planet his name was Anu A N U hence the name that was that humans gave them the Anunnaki, okay, Anu. So they gave still credit to Anu as the fatherhead or the God figure. He mostly ruled from space or from the sky or from heaven, as the ancient texts say. And Anu had sons, okay? His sons were Enki and Enlil. Enki and Enlil. Now, these two play a huge part in history and in a lot of the information that, uh, that I'm talking about today. Now, these people, these three, are considered gods. They were deified by the peoples of Earth. They uh, masqueraded as gods, except for en uh, Enki, Ea Enki. He kind of had a certain level of empathy and sympathy for human beings. Uh, he even married a human being. He used to have sex with human beings. Um, he had a baby by a human being. You know, he... he uh, one of his uh, relationships resulted in a baby named Zizidra, who's actually Noah in the modern-day Bible. And so the, the story is copied from the Epic of Gilgamesh. However, these people uh, were not gods. They were flesh and blood, blood people. They weren't multidimensional Which people. Which you'll be listening to on this podcast. Some, from some other universe. These were people that Epic walked around just like we do. They put on a pants, their pants one leg at a time, right? Uh, uh, you know, or their kilt, they pull it up over their hips, whatever. But they were knowledgeable. They had advanced technology. They had wisdom beyond what, what, we, what we had. Uh, they knew about genetics and, and how to modify genetics. They knew about chemistry. They knew about alchemy. They knew about quantum physics and quantum mechanics. They understood uh, planetary alignments. They understood navigation through stars as as left behind by some of these Sumerian tablets that depict star maps and from one star to another. So this is information left behind that it's not coming from Billy Carson's brain. It's coming from what they left behind as records for us to learn from and to understand exactly what went on in the ancient past. Now, what's interesting is these two were at odds with each other. You have on the right-hand side, you have uh, and Lil. Now, this guy, 
is, uh, was given control of earth, even though his brother, Enki, was, the earth was named after him. His name is E-A, capital E, capital A, space, Enki. Uh, now, Ki uh, is the name for earth in ancient times, and Ea was the beginning of his name. So it became over time, earth, E-A-R-T-H, E-A for the beginning honoring Enki and Ki turning into E-A-R-T-H, so it became earth. But earth is uh, really named after Enki just so you can know. If you go back into the tablets, you discover this. Now, he was supposed to be ruling over Earth, but there is no real true information as to why he wasn't given the true full power as his brother Enlil. Enlil ended up ruling and running the planet, superseding him, and he actually had to operate underneath, as far as the totem pole go, of power. He was underneath Enlil, even though he wasn't supposed to be. There's no real understanding as to why. We could never find it. Nobody's ever found it yet as to why that happened. But that's the way it happened. Now, Enki was a scientist, an astrophysicist, a geneticist. And Lil was more of a battle king ruler uh, and also an engineer and uh, architect. Okay. And so, uh, and Lil uh, created this place called Eden. For the resurrection. And swarms of locusts targeting humans. Beetles buried with Egyptian mummies. <laughs> the scare was critical for the resurrection. And swarms of locusts targeting humans. It's almost as if the locusts themselves were programmed. In cultures throughout the world, insects have been worshipped, feared, and even thought of <laughs> as gods. But might these strange creatures that have inhabited Earth for hundreds of millions of years provide a link to extraterrestrial beings? The idea that insect aliens are coming here. Season 7, episode 7 on the History Channel. This planet is interacting with humans. Ancient aliens on History Channel. Insect beings! Exclamation point. Instead of using that term, the better way or the more proper way to address a woman would be goddess, okay? Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> now, Mayot refers to both the ancient and Egyptian concepts of truth, balance, order, harmony, law, morality, justice, and personification of concept, concepts as a goddess. And she's also known for regulating the stars, seasons, and the actions of both mortals and the deities who set Another mind-blowing Billy Carson lecture on... The order of the universe from chaos to the moment of creation. Origins of... Affirmations. So we're talking about a powerful woman, powerful goddess, that has influence over people of power. That's really what all that means. Ancient aliens on History Channel, insect beings, exclamation point, and Billy Carson mind-blowing lecture on origins of affirmations.
exclamation points. She had a lot of, in that time frame, in that era, she had a lot of influence on people of power. And so one of Mayotte's famous quotes is, know thyself, know thy soul, know thy heart, and know thy purpose. Mayotte is the concept of truth, justice, law, integrity, uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, equilibrium, balance, measurement, and reciprocity. Know thyself, know thy That's what she, justice, and uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, chaos, to the moment of creation. So we're talking about a powerful woman, powerful goddess, that has influence over people of power. That's really what all that means. She had a lot of, in that time frame, in that era, she had a lot of influence on people of power. And so one of Mayock's famous quotes is, know thyself, know thy soul, know thy heart, and know thy purpose. Mayotte is the concept of truth, justice, law, integrity, uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, equilibrium, balance, measurement, and reciprocity. That's what she is known for. May, which is the beginning uh, of the name, M-A-A, stands for the concept of right, true, real, genuine, upright, righteous, just, and authentic. And then you have morality, karma, dharma, uh, which is all really the same thing. And her personified names are May, Mayet, Mat, Mut, Amas, Mayat, Mait, Mayet, and Mut, depending on which part or region of Africa or the Middle East that you are from or they were from in that time. In Greek, she's known in the Greeks as Matisse, Dyke, and Theus. Dyke and what? Those are the names that the Greeks had given her. Matisse, Dyke, and what? So you probably heard of the 42 ideals of Mayotte. Now, this, this is the, uh, the text where a lot of uh, interesting religious contexts come from in regards to how to live on this planet. Uh, you know, they're called commandments. And also positive affirmations that you can speak out loud to yourself. And these positive affirmations are just as powerful as any of the ones that we use today. These are some of the original positive affirmations. Lobbying the Justice Department exclamation points. Live Midas Touch exclamation points. Trump is going to fucking jail. Smiley face. And what scientists found now is that if you say positive affirmations out loud to yourself for 21 days, you literally can rewrite your DNA. So if you're a person that's talking negative to yourself, if you're doubting yourself, if you're saying, I'm no good, I suck, and you're doubting and you're, and you really, um, really is what you're doing is you're cursing yourself when you're doing those things. You're telling yourself you can't do something. Very important thing. Take that T off the end and say can. Stop cursing yourself. And so when you say these positive affirmations, if you're able to read these positive affirmations out loud for 21 days, three times a day, what you're going to find is a couple of things. The first thing is your outlook on life, yourself, and other people is going to change. Uh, 
next thing is you're going to become more um, confident. Confidence is going to build and grow in your own personal self and your own personal experiences and then what you're capable of doing. And the third thing that's going to happen is you're going to literally rewrite your DNA. And that rewriting of the DNA, it takes out and starts to clean out a lot of the epigenetic memories that have been stored from past ancestors that were had different types of um, um, torturous mental states uh, of, of PTSD, of enslavement, of fears and hurts and doubts. All of those get passed out through the RNA. Indictment watch! Exclamation point. And write themselves in this code. And so by saying these positive affirmations three times a day out loud, you begin to cut out and clip out those pieces. There's a whole workshop where I do that shows the science behind this, and it's real peer-reviewed science. This is stuff that they teach at MIT, one of the top technological universities on the planet. Okay? So we're going to go through the 42 ideals of Mayotte. I'm going to actually read these right now uh, out loud. Um, and uh, we're going to... Uh, well, today I can't really send you one. Usually I send this out to my people. But you can also, you can look these up. And you can actually download them. And then you can keep a copy in your phone. Okay? So the 42 ideals of Mayot. I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I affirm that all life is sacred. I give offerings that are genuine. I live in truth. I regard all altars with respect. I speak with sincerity. I consume only my fair share. I offer words of good intent. I relate in peace. Bluetooth connected. I most with reverence. I can be trusted. I care for the earth. I keep my own counsel. I speak positively of others. I remain in balance with my emotions. I am trusted in my relationship. I hold purity in high esteem. I spread joy. I do the best I can. I communicate with compassion. I listen to opposing opinions. I create harmony. I invoke laughter. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the god. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. Those are the 42 ideals of Mayotte. Powerful, powerful stuff. If you can get a copy of this, you can probably find it on Google online. Just, just basically type in 42 ideals of M-A-A-T, Mayotte. And you should be able to go to Google Images and find those exact affirmations and find a way to utilize those in your life. 
because those are really, yeah, yeah. really powerful affirmations. Yeah, okay? yeah, great. And to be honest with you, uh, just by sense. saying those things, even now me just reading them out loud, mm -hmm. it reinforces good behavior, it reinforces good thoughts, and reinforces great intentions, and it also reinforces confidence in myself. Because I'm, I'm identifying myself as I do this, I do that, and I will do this, and I will do that. So you're identifying self consistently. And by doing that, what you're doing is you're building up this okay. tent. I listen to opposing, download them, and then you can keep a copy in your phone, okay? What happened? Is that it? <clears throat> Where'd he go? What's going on? Oh. I was making a video. Mr. Beeman. We just started Christopher for President Code. Of concept concepts as a goddess. And she's also known for regulating the stars, seasons, and the actions of both mortals and the deities who set the order of the universe from chaos to the moment of creation. So we're talking about a powerful woman, powerful goddess, that has influence over people of power. That's really what all that means. She had a lot of, in that time frame, in that era, she had a lot of influence on people of power. And so one of Mayotte's famous quotes is, know thyself, know thy soul, know thy heart, and know thy purpose. No Mayotte is a concept of truth, justice, law, integrity, uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, equilibrium, balance, measurement, and reciprocity. Know thyself, know thy That's what she, justice, Oops. and perspective. Uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, chaos to the moment of creation. So we're talking about a powerful woman, powerful goddess, that has influence over people of power. That's really what all that means. 
She had a lot of, in that time frame, in that era, she had a lot of influence on people of power. And so one of Mayotte's famous quotes is, know thyself, know thy soul, know thy heart, and know thy purpose. Mayotte is the concept of truth, justice, law, integrity, uprightness, correctness, righteousness, steadfast, unalterable, reality, order, stability, continuity, equilibrium, balance, measurement, and reciprocity. That's what she is known for. May, which is the beginning uh, of the name, M-A-A, stands for the concept of right, true, real, genuine, upright, righteous, just, and authentic. And then you have morality, karma, dharma, uh, which is all really the same thing. And her personified names are May, Mayet, Mat, Moot, Amos, Mayat, Mait, Mayet, and Moot, depending on which part or region of Africa or the Middle East that you are from or they were from in that time. In Greek, she's known in the Greeks as Matisse, Dyke, and Theus. Those are the names that the Greeks had given her. And so you probably heard of the 42 ideals of Mayotte. Now, this, this is the, uh, the text where a lot of uh, interesting religious contexts come from I in regards to how to live on this planet. You, wanna, uh, uh, you know, they're called commandments. Share it. And also positive affirmations that you can speak out loud to yourself. And these positive affirmations are just as powerful as any of the ones that we use today. These are some of the original positive affirmations. And what scientists found now is that if you say positive affirmations out loud to yourself for 21 days, you literally can rewrite your DNA. So if you're a person that's talking negative to yourself, if you're doubting yourself, if you're saying, I'm no good, I suck, and you're mm-hmm. doubting and you're and you're really um really, really what you're doing do is you're so. cursing yourself when you're doing those things. You're telling yourself that you can't do something. Okay? You gotta take that T off the end and say can. <laughs> and so when you say these positive affirmations, if you're able to head. read these positive affirmations out loud for twenty one days, three times a day, what you're gonna find is a couple of things. The first thing is your outlook on life, yourself and other people is gonna change. Uh, the next thing is you're going to become more um, confident. Confidence is going to build and grow in your own personal self and your own personal experiences and what you're capable of doing. And the third thing that's going to happen is you're going to literally rewrite your DNA. And that rewriting of the DNA, it takes out and starts to clip out a lot of the epigenetic memories that have been stored from past ancestors that were had different types of um, um, torturous mental states uh, of, of PTSD, of enslavement, of fears and hurts and doubts. All of those get passed out through the RNA into the body and write themselves in this code. And so by saying these positive affirmations three times a day out loud, you begin to cut out and clip out those pieces. There's a whole workshop where I do that shows the science behind this, and it's real peer-reviewed science. This is stuff that they teach at MIT, one of the top technological universities on the planet, okay? So we're going to go through the 42 ideals of Mayotte. I'm going to actually read these right now uh, out loud. Um, And uh, we're going to, uh, well, 
today I can't really send you one. Usually I send this out to my people. But you can also, you can look these up and you can actually download them and then you can keep a copy in your phone, okay? So the 42 ideals of Mayot. I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I affirm that all life is sacred. I give offerings that are genuine. I live in truth. I regard all altars with respect. I speak with sincerity. I consume only my fair share. I offer words of good intent. I relate in peace. I honor animals with reverence. I can be trusted. I care for the earth. I keep my own counsel. I speak positively of others. I remain in balance with my emotions. I am trusted in my relationship. I hold purity in high esteem. I spread joy. I do the best I can. I communicate with compassion. I listen to opposing opinions. I create harmony. I invoke laughter. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the God. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. Those are the 42 ideals of Mayotte. Powerful, powerful stuff. If you can get a copy of this, you can probably find it on Google online. Just, just basically type in 42 ideals of M-A-A-T, Mayotte. And you should be able to go to Google Images and find those exact affirmations and find a way to utilize those in your life because those are really, video. really powerful affirmations. Yeah, okay? great. And to be honest with you, uh, just by be. saying those things, even now me just reading them out loud, mm -hmm. it reinforces good behavior, it reinforces like good I'm thoughts, it reinforces great intentions, and it also reinforces confidence in myself. Because I'm, I'm identifying myself as I do this, I do that, and I will do this, and I will do that. So you're identifying self consistently. And by doing that, what you're doing is you're building up this yeah. tent. I listen to opposing, download them, and then you can keep a copy in your phone, okay? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Teacher Billy. Mr. Mr. Beeman. Do 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 do
do do do do do do do do do do do Yeah, that's what I was doing. That's what's up for this long silence. Right. Knock yourself, motherfucker. Where to put my glasses? Hmm. Anyway, um, thanks for 71. Okay. And my name's Chester. I'm your host for the show. Show I have a show. It's shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Eridstone and Kepuati Prakoyaki Travel Radio. Travel Radio. Travel Radio. Oh, Travel Radio. Those are the 42 ideals of Mayot. Powerful, powerful stuff. If you can get a copy of this, you can probably find it on Google online. Just basically type in 42 ideals of M-A-A-T, Mayot. And you should be able to go to Google Images and find those exact affirmations and find a way to utilize those in your life because those are really, really powerful affirmations. And to be honest with you, uh, just by saying those things, even now, me just reading them out loud, it reinforces good behavior, it reinforces good thoughts. I'm identifying myself as I do this, I do that, and I will do this, and I will do that. So you're identifying self consistently, and by doing that, what you're doing is you're building up this... Uh, this real internal feeling that you're going to actually do these things. So it's almost like you're talking yourself really into it. Not that you wouldn't have done it anyway. It just really is a reinforcing uh, factor. Okay. So say these positive affirmations out loud every single day for three, three times a day for 21 days. I also have a song online called Affirmations by Forbidden Knowledge. Look up that song. Listen to that song. I did that song. Because it covers so many different aspects of affirmations you know, on top of music. And so I know that when you listen to words on music, they become easy to, to memorize. I wanted a way for people to memorize these affirmations without actually um, struggling every single day to try to figure out what they want to say. And so if you memorize this song, you'll memorize the affirmations. And the next thing you know, you can speak these to yourself consistently at the drop of a dime. And you can actually... Give yourself that boost that you need and you actually deserve. Remember, there's nobody coming to save you but yourself. And that's the power behind affirmations. You are literally the one that becomes your own savior. Okay? I regard all effects. What did I do? Trista, what did you do? What did you do to your microphone, Trista? What did you do to your 
Trista. What did you do to it? Fucking jacket, Trista. Trista, hey, what did you do to your microphone? Bloody, bloody hell. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. Forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I am accepting. I follow my I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the god. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. So the 42 ideals of Maya, I honor virtue, I benefit with gratitude, I am peaceful, I respect the property of others, I affirm that all life is sacred, I give offerings that are genuine, I live in truth, so the 42 ideals of Maya, I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I affirm that all life is sacred. I give offerings that are genuine. I live in truth. I regard all effect. I speak with sincerity. I consume only my fair share. I offer words of good intent. I relate in peace. I honor animals with reverence. I can be trusted. I care for the earth. I keep my own counsel. I speak positively of others. I remain in balance with my emotions. I am trusted in my relationship I hold purity in high esteem I spread joy I do the best I can I communicate with compassion I listen to opposing opinions I create harmony I invoke laughter 
I am open to love in various So I want to just drop in here tonight and uh, drop that on you guys. Um, you know, didn't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate everything. Uh, well, today I can't really send you one. Usually I send this out to my people. But you can also, you can look these up. And you can actually download them. And then you can keep a copy in your phone. Okay? Let your children play. If you give this man a ride, sweet spirit will die. Kill her on the road. Trusted in my relationship. I hold purity in high esteem. I spread joy. I do the best I can. I communicate with compassion. I listen to opposing opinions. I create harmony. I invoke laughter. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the God. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. So the 42 ideals of Maya. I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I affirm that all life is sacred. I give offerings that are genuine. I live in truth. I regard all effect. I speak with sincerity. I consume only my fair share. I offer words of good intent. I relate in peace. I honor animals with reverence. I can be trusted. I care for the earth. I keep my own counsel. I speak positively of others. I remain in balance with my emotions. I am trusted in my relationship. I hold purity in high esteem. I spread joy. I do the best I can. I communicate with compassion. I listen to opposing opinions. I create harmony.
I invoke laughter. I am open to love in various forms. I am forgiving. I am kind. I act respectively of others. I am accepting. I follow my inner guidance. I converse with awareness. I do good. I give blessings. I keep the waters pure. I speak with good intent. I praise the goddess and the God. I am humble. I achieve with integrity. I advance through my own abilities. I embrace the all. So the 42 ideals of Maya. I honor virtue. I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. I respect the property of others. I honor virtue. I, I benefit with gratitude. I am peaceful. Riders on the Brain is squirming like a toad. Down, 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 down. Take a long on the day. Let the children play. I think most people shit again. Oh, wait. When aren't they? So, this barely sentient toad. Decided to say that all half breeds should be unaligned. Real nice. 
So people can threaten to make us the missing. People can threaten to unalive us. People can say the most outrageous And then when we go to defend ourselves, we are the ones that get torn down and not. Anyway, um, ooh, indict, something about indictment. Season is here! Yay! Worst news for Trump yet! And this is Ollie. See the difference? Talking about the young woman who had been the foreperson on the Fulton County election fraud case. And you seem certain that she was within her legal rights and that it won't affect Trump's case um, at all. But if you were to speculate, who is Fannie Willis going to indict? Well, what we know from the four women of the special grand jury, Emily Kors, um, is that they recommended that more than a dozen people be indicted. When she was asked, is Donald Trump among those people, you know, she kind of had that Cheshire cat smile and she said, look, we started with that dirty phone call. This is I'm paraphrasing what she said. We started with the phone call. Find me eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes and corruptly declare me the winner. So I don't think you're going to be shocked. And I don't think it's rocket science who we have recommended be indicted. And then in, I think, a subsequent interview when she was told by the reporter, did you see that Donald Trump just posted that your report? totally exonerates him <laughs> you could see the shock on her face and she said he said that 
Oh, that's beautiful. That's great. I love that. You don't have to read between the lines. It looks like Donald Trump is somebody they recommended be indicted. Now, does that guarantee that when Fawnie Willis takes that special grand jury report with those recommendations and heads over to the regular grand jury, the one with the power to indict, that she will say, you know, I am urging you to accept all of these recommendations and indict all of these people. It's not a guarantee, but Michael, when she asked for the special grand jury to be impaneled so she could subpoena these 75 reluctant witnesses, and she got a report from them saying, now that we've assessed the evidence, here are the people who should be indicted, including the liars. I can't imagine District Attorney Willis disregarding all that and not asking the regular grand jury to indict all those people. Now, who are those people going to be? You know, you're probably going to have a smattering of fake electors. Now, can I say it's going to be the Mark Meadows of the world, the Rudy Giuliani's of the world, the Sidney Powell's, the Jenna Ellis's? I mean, we don't know, but um, I I did find it really interesting that Miss Coors said that she found guys like Rudy Giuliani and Lindsey Graham to at least be telling the truth about stuff. Now, I don't think we can mistake that for a pronouncement that they didn't commit any election crimes in Georgia. It just feels like they're probably not among the witnesses that the grand jury said, we believe they lied to us and we want Fonnie Willis to prosecute them for those lies. Okay, so let me ask you this thing. There's so much speculation about what an indictment of Trump in this Fulton County, Georgia case would look like. What are the charges that you think that Fonnie Willis would end up bringing against? And let's talk about only Donald first. Um, and then we'll talk about Rudy Colludi, Drunken Giuliani, and Sidney the Kraken Powell, and a slew of the others, who I'll group by themselves. But let's talk about Donald first. What do you think the crimes that they can charge Donald with in that specific case? I, I think the mar- the marquee crime is soliciting election fraud in violation of Georgia state law, which is a felony. I say that's a marquee crime because you can prove it by just pressing play. You know, I had the good fortune of trying some RICO cases in the courts of Washington, D.C., in which we had wiretap evidence. And in cases apart from RICO cases, I had covert recordings of the defendants talking about the crimes they intended to commit, the crimes they were planning to commit, and the crimes they in fact committed. And Michael, I called those trials just press play, because when you can press play and have your jurors hear with their own ears the crimes that are being described by the defendant sitting across the courtroom, you know, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. The marquee charge, I think, of soliciting election fraud, asking former Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, just give me 11,780 votes and corruptly declare me the winner. I have just basically summarized the evidence necessary to prove the elements of that crime, soliciting election fraud. I think that will be a marquee charge. Now, I would urge people to read the Brookings Institute deep dive because they set out a dozen crimes, felonies, and misdemeanors alike. 
I haven't committed them all to memory, that they believe the public-facing evidence shows Donald Trump committed. But here's the other thing that I, I think is a big-ticket question. And there was a, a good op-ed in the New York Times by uh, Norm Eisen and Edania Perry and a, another uh, prosecutor whose name, I'm sorry, I, I don't recall offhand. Um, and they talked about should D.A. Willis bring a narrow targeted case with just a marquee charge or maybe the two or three most readily provable charges? Or should she go scorched earth and use Georgia's RICO laws to try to bring a broad, sweeping prosecution of Donald Trump and all of his criminal associates for all of the crimes they committed. I would urge, not that Bonnie Willis needs to hear anything from me, she's doing just fine. Um, I would urge the broad, sweeping RICO approach, and here's why. I tried more than 50 murder cases in the courts of Washington, D.C. Most of them were what I call standalone murder cases. I had a murder as the marquee charge, and then maybe I had some related charges like, uh, you know, uh, use of a firearm during a crime of violence, maybe assault with intent to kill if somebody else caught a stray bullet. But basically, it was a contained prosecution, one incident. But then when I was across the street in federal district court prosecuting RICO cases, because I was involved in the prosecution of the largest RICO conspiracy case we ever brought in federal court in D.C., um, we had more than 100 charges. We had countless racketeering acts. We had murder after murder. We had an organization that was running the drug trade in all four quadrants of Washington, D.C. What did that do? It gave the jury the power of context. This is not one crime or one marquee crime. This is a criminal organization, and it feels to me like Donald Trump has been a member of multiple criminal organizations in his life. One is the Trump Organization, now convicted of a 15-year-long criminal scheme to defraud in the first degree. Uh, it, it feels like his administration was being run as a criminal organization yeah. or enterprise. And certainly, you know, everything he was doing down in Georgia with the assistance of others feels like a criminal organization. So, Go ahead. So let me let me stop you for a second, then, because there's a big difference between something feeling like a RICO versus it actually being a RICO case. Now, I started reading up everything I could on the Georgia RICO Act, uh, which is under, you know, the Georgia Penal Code, uh, Section 16. And I just really started to get into it because I was curious whether or not Fannie Willis would do exactly what many legal experts, which I don't put myself in your category. I don't, I, in fact, I'm not even a lawyer anymore, right? Uh, I've been, you know, with my disbarment, uh, so stupid and crazy. But I started reading up onto this, and in order for um, Fannie Willis to bring this Georgia Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, one of the things that you must have there is what the law calls a pattern of misconduct. Now, that pattern as it relates to the Trump organization, one had to do with taxes and employee benefits, um, whereas this one, as you appropriately and accurately stated, find me 11,780 votes. And my question to you is whether the misconduct 
that we're referring to, right, which is has to be two or more crimes um, and has to be specific. Um, include the false statements and the improper influence that you were mentioning, which is find me the 11,780 votes, because most experts in this area think it's a very real possibility that the calls defined in the law as two ain't much of a pattern you need two racketeering acts to successfully bring a rico charge in federal court and you probably have read more about the georgia state rico statutes than i have but you say it takes two down there too two is not much of a pattern and it's not that difficult to prove when you recognize that once a conspiracy has been made out any member of the conspiracy can commit an act all on their own as mm. long as it is a natural and probable consequence of the criminal agreement, the crime that they agreed to commit together. And that will satisfy the, the need to prove a pattern of racketeering activity. So you got Trump's call, you've got fake electors, you've got Rudy's uh, lying to Georgia state legislators. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Lindsey Graham is part of a conspiracy, but what we do know is Brad Raffensperger, one of their own tribe, a fellow Republican, said Lindsey Graham called me multiple times and it sounded to me like he was urging me to toss out lawfully cast Mm -hmm. ballots. That also feels like soliciting election fraud, but who knows how the evidence has played out in the grand jury. There's only one person or one team that knows whether they have the goods to bring a RICO case under Georgia state law. That's Bonnie Willis and her team. And we won't know until the first indictment drops. Right. So then what happens when Donald Trump turns around and makes the claim? I don't know what Rudy was doing. Rudy's drunk all the time. Rudy's an idiot. Rudy wasn't speaking on my behalf. Rudy Kaludi, you know, should have retired 20 years ago when he still had some respect. I have nothing to do with it. And that's what somebody like Donald Trump will do, and it's something that he will say in order to exonerate himself completely from it. He'll throw everybody. I never told them that. In fact, what I was saying to Brad Raffensperger was I know that the system is fucked up, that they stole 11,780 votes from me. And I was saying to him as the, you know, as the responsible party that, you need, Brad, to go and to find those stolen 11,780 votes, no different than if you were a police officer, and I call you up and I tell you, hey, my car's been stolen. Here's the low-jack location in the general area. Go find my car and retrieve it. So he'll say, my mens rea was not to do something improper, but rather to prove something that I've been saying all along. You see, that's the circular logic that Donald Trump employs. It's why Donald Trump never puts anything on paper and he never says anything in a definitive way. It's always some sort of stupid roundabout type of conversation, including the comments that he made to Brad Raffensperger. I just need you to find 11,780 votes.
And here's what you do with those kind of this statements from a defendant. First of all, before we ever indicted cases, we generated what's called a CIM, CIM, case impression memo or a pros memo, right? And we strategize. We not only set out all the facts and all the law that applies to the facts as developed in the grand jury investigation, but we strategize. Okay, what could the defendant say? in order to undercut our proof beyond a reasonable doubt, or in order to cast doubt on his criminal intent, his corrupt state of mind, Make his guilty men's rights. And Indictment here's the thing, watch. Michael, when I hear people talk about that all the time, well, Donald Trump is just gonna say, I really thought there was fraud. And Donald Trump is just gonna say, Rudy was drunk all the time. You know how Donald Trump has to introduce that evidence to a <laughs> trial jury? He has to take the stand. And that will be such right. a bonanza for prosecutors. Why? Because people need to know that the rules of evidence say in a criminal trial, a defendant can't introduce his own statements that he made outside of court. He has to take the stand. Prosecutors can introduce the statements a defendant made outside of court because those are statements of a party opponent. So I wish, oh, I only wish I could be the prosecutor cross-examining Donald Trump when he said, Rudy's drunk all the time. I really thought there was election fraud. That will make the prosecution's presentation of the case a thousand you, times that is so stronger true. when they are imagine? done cross-examining Donald Trump. Could you imagine, how would you turn something at the time? Oh, you thought? What was the basis for meme. your thought? What information did you have? Who gave you that information? And I would love to be able to be, you know, sitting. And you don't even uh, ask that, those open-ended questions. What you do is you ask leading questions and you cram every answer down his throat. Let's talk about what Bill Barr said. Let's talk about what all of your own cabinet officials said. Let's talk about what DOJ said. Let's talk about, you know, you cram it all down his throat and he looks just as foolish and just as deceitful as we all know he is. Uh -huh. yeah. So what happens, like, for example, with Emily, uh, with Emily Kors, um, who went on a little bit of a media tour, and I know you prosecutors, you hate, you know, for anybody. Glenn Kirshner of Justice Matters says he would love to be the prosecutor who questions Trump. When he has to take the stand, exclamation point, LOL. That will be evidentiary gold because he can't just say that Giuliani is very drunk, exclamation point, LOL. Speak other than themselves, right? I mean, they truly, I remember when they all went out after, you know, my pleading to a one-page information, they all stood out there like if they just caught Escobar, you know, times 10. It was the stupidest thing in the world. But how badly do you think that Emily Kors going forward, how do you think that this is going to affect Fannie Willis or the case uh, going forward? Yeah, it, it's not. All of Trump's lackeys and sycophants and flunkies really just need to pull the fainting couch back into the closet because this is of no legal consequence. A couple of things regarding Emily Kors. First of all, 
She's a 30-year-old woman who put her life on hold for eight months to do her civic duty and participate in the investigation of the crimes of a former president of the United States. So, you know, I think we need to applaud people who are willing to undertake that kind of difficult and disruptive endeavor in their lives. Second, Glenn, she Glenn, was, Glenn, yeah. Glenn, Glenn, can we stand up for five years? Five years I've been doing that, meeting We're eight different times up. with congressional pull committees. Up. I'm going to be going in this Thursday, no. 18 times to yeah, the district attorney. How many times did I meet with Mueller's team? A hundred hours. How many times did I meet with the New York attorney general? his office and so on regarding all of that i know exactly where you're going with this and i agree with you wholeheartedly she should not be castigated by anybody she should not be reprimanded for speaking her mind she should be in time because i don't shut up when i'm walking in fuck that shit. they wanted to take me through the garage over at danny the district attorney in new york's office glenn kirshner of justice matters wants to question trump i mean hashtag diaper don on the stands exclamation point lol Said, bullshit i walk with my head up high right through the fucking front doors and if there's media out there and they ask me a question i will answer their questions i will not disclose anything that i know you don't want me to disclose and I walk out the front doors. I'm not doing this bullshit of hiding and going underneath. I played that stupid shit once. And it didn't denote to my benefit. And all it did is make me look like I was running, hiding, that I'm scared. Uh-uh. I understand exactly why she did it. Go ahead, please. What's number two? Yeah, no. And, and, and you know, not only do we need to um, recognize when people do the hard work of justice, whether it's a grand juror, or as you say, a witness. Michael, I lost witnesses. People ask me, what was the worst thing about being a homicide prosecutor? I said, dead witnesses. <laughs> and far worse for the witness and their family than it was for me. But I live with all of that, and I will forever live with all of that. So the witnesses are the ones who really do the hard work of justice. Um, so here's the other thing. Judge McBurney, who has supervisory authority over the special grand jury, gave an interview to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and said, let me make one thing clear. She did nothing wrong. I'm paraphrasing because what he said was the only thing jurors are not permitted to talk about are their private deliberations. They can talk mm -hmm. about the witnesses who testified. They can say they can talk about the, the conclusions in their report, but. Miss Coors chose not to go that far. She did nothing wrong under Georgia state law. She did nothing wrong under the rules that were set, the do's and don'ts as set by Judge McBurney. So, you know, and, and is she a little quirky in the way she communicates? Yeah, guess what? I'm quirky, you're quirky, everybody is quirky. And the fact that people are laying into her for that, I find frankly despicable after she spent eight months doing what she did. Um, so, and here's the, the final thought about this. She was part of a special grand jury that doesn't even have the power to indict. So whatever right. she says right. is entirely irrelevant, legally speaking, because now it's before the regular grand jury and they will be the right. ones making the decision to indict. So this vests no legal challenge in Donald Trump or anybody else because Ms. Coors did what she was permitted to do. Yeah, so I have only one thing that I'm going to disagree with you on. I'm not quirky. 
Anyway, so moving forward. <laughs> so moving forward here. Jack Smith, and we all, of course, know who Jack Smith is. He's the special counsel. He's now making some moves, and some pretty bold moves, including recently subpoenaing um, Mike Pence and, of course, Jared and Ivanka. Javanka, right? I mean, two things. Drunken, broody, fucking colludy. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken rude. Drunken Rudy. <laughs> Two things. What's the likelihood that Pence will wiggle out of it, that he will avoid somehow? Um, being deposed, and what do these high-profile witnesses, you know, what does it say to you that Jack Smith is going after these high-profile witnesses? What does it say to you about the case? Play for kicks. So, you know, Jack Smith was only appointed back on November 18th three months ago, and he, in rapid succession, subpoenaed a White House counsel, a deputy White House counsel, a former vice president of the United States, a former chief of staff to the president of the United States, a president's daughter, a president's son-in-law, the president's criminal defense attorneys. And let me tell you, Michael, that is not something prosecutors ordinarily do. Subpoena the criminal defense attorneys representing the target that we're investigating and intend to president? indict. Wow. That is really unusual in my experience. We do it sometimes when we think, you know, there is a crime fraud exception to be had and we can use it to pierce the attorney client privilege. It's Jack really Smith live. is a scorched earth, no holds barred without fear or favor kind of prosecutor that has been shown in his background because he's gone after Republicans, he's gone after Democrats, and here's what I like about him most, he doesn't always win. He brings really challenging politically mm -hmm. charged cases against Republicans and Democrats because it's the right thing to do, win, lose, or draw. That's the kind of prosecutor I want to get in the foxhole with. Um, so I think Jack Smith will move toward indictments. We're also dang frustrated because it feels like we had to suffer two years of inaction because I am, I am bravely concerned that DOJ has sent a message by declining to indict any of the higher-ups of the insurrection, the command structure, right? They've, they're going after the boots of the insurrection, no the people that Donald Trump told to go ahead and attack the Capitol, and they're doing, a, I think, a good job of that. They're in their fourth um, seditious conspiracy trial as we speak. Actually, the third one against the Oath Keepers and the first one against the Proud Boys, and they're doing great work over there. I've been sitting in on some of the hearings, um, Ooh, but wow. they haven't touched cool. a single person of power or privilege or influence or politics. That sends a signal that if you are tomorrow's aspiring dictator and you want to try to overthrow our democracy, you're going to have more than two years to plot your next move, to try to figure out how to get away with it, because we won't touch you for years. That is a dangerous precedent, atmospheric precedent, 
for the Department of Justice to have set, but they set that precedent. And I can only hope Jack Smith, here's what I like most about what I just saw Jack Smith do. He filed a preemptive motion, an offensive motion with Chief Judge Beryl Howell. He said, look, I'm not even going to wait for Mike Pence to go into the grand jury and start asserting bogus privileges. I'm filing a motion preemptively, offensively right now. Up front, I want Judge Beryl Howell to tell him you got no privileges. Get in the grand jury. That's not ordinarily how we litigate privileges. There is a there is a, um, a method and a sequence to this. You put the witness in. You let him invoke all the privileges. I'm just thinking about uh, how it's nice to be. Um on not unappreciate well uh on what's the word um to have people underestimate you and this is i think bruce lee said something about this too about uh and and lao tzu, lao tzu you know it's in chinese philosophy at least that um you know you you want people to underestimate you and uh because that is a type that's a type of power in itself and when i uh when i knock the ball out of the park then they'll will uh they'll be all the more surprised and there was another cool quote i heard on tiktok <laughs> about uh you know a tiktok's the bomb man TikTok's great. I want to buy one stock in TikTok and just watch it. And cause I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's the wave of the future. At least, uh, you know, they suck with their fucking. They just, they just uh, took down my L Lady G uh, fucking um, TikTok video. Basically, it's like heckling Lindsey Graham. And while well, he's fucking talking, you know, why do the, and they, they shut it down and they said the content can't be restored and I that I violated their guidelines, but they don't say which one. They just say, like, in general, you just violated our guidelines. So, the, how the fuck is that? I think, you know, the only thing I can think of is that, you know, the right wing because it's owned by right wingers. Duh. It's uh, I think I should do a. I'm gonna do this video and I'm gonna put it to only me on <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> but Trista, this is very, very important. Oh, it's always, always listen to that. Minutes. Um. Oh, I'm a facial plastic surgeon, and I'm breaking down. Everyone looks so damn good with this filter. <laughs> like everyone yeah. else, I was shook when I first saw this filter, so I had to oh. figure it out. So this is a side-by-side, -side and I have zero makeup on the left. Overall, it gave me smoother, glowy-looking skin. Starting from the top down, you can see the brows are thicker and darker. This provides beautiful. a great frame oh, for the eyes. The lashes like... are way more prominent, and you can see they're longer and thicker on the outer corner of the eyes. Yeah, we well, can do really that with a sharpie. brown eyeshadow that looks good. <laughs> do that with a sharpie.
Um. Trail of the Trump going to the fucking jail. my public form of service hi there tiktok universe or not because i put this on you only my account <laughs> has a warning and so just from now on i'm going to use my tiktok account for videos uh, and um music <clears throat> comedy groundbreaking political comedy and Thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast. Politics <laughs> 72 listeners. I cover <laughs> music and, of course, politics. I am hot on the, I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a modest producer, <laughs> Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal. Hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there, TikTok universe or not, because I put this on you only. My account has a warning. And so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy. And thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. <laughs> art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on the, I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a modest touch producer, Oxford.
Berkeley Taipei Medical University Honors Graduate Award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there TikTok universe or not because I put this on you only. My account has a warning and so just from now on I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy, and thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover <laughs> art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on Z. I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a research producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there, TikTok universe or not, because I put this on you only. My account has a warning. <laughs> so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy, and thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover art, <laughs> comedy, music. And of course, politics. I am hot on the, I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a mighty such producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there, TikTok universe or not, because I put this on you only. My account has a warning, and so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy, and thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF, <laughs> comedy, music. And of course, politics. I am hot on the. I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a mighty such producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and. Hi there, TikTok universe or not, because I put this on you only.
I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there TikTok universe or not because I put this on you only my account has a warning and so just from their TikTok universe or not because I put this on you only my account has a warning and so just from now on I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music <coughs> comedy groundbreaking political comedy and Thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF, <coughs> art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on this. I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a Midas Touch producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal. Hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor. And hi there, TikTok verse or not? Because I put this on you only. My account has a warning, and so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <coughs> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy. And thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover <laughs> art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on the, I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a mother such producer, Oxford. Hi there. So just from now on, comedy, ground cover art, comedy, music, and a Putting a lock emoji. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and. Hi there, TikTok universe, or not, because I put this on you only. My account has a warning, <laughs> so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <coughs> comedy, groundbreaking 
political comedy. And thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. Ground, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy. And thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on this. I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a Midas Touch producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor and hi there, TikTok universe or not. Because I put this on you only, my account has a warning and so So just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy, groundbreaking political comedy, and thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover art, comedy, music, and of course, politics. I am hot on this. I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail <laughs> in my podcast. I'm a Midas Touch producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. Please follow for more. I do daily ASMRs with my cute animal to hashtag Heal America. I was Oxford psychology tutor. And hi there, TikTok universe or not, because I put this on you only. My account has a warning. And so just from now on, I'm going to use my TikTok account for videos uh, and um, music, <clears throat> comedy. Groundbreaking political comedy. And thanks for 72 listeners on my podcast, Politics AF. I cover art, comedy, music, and of course politics. I am hot on the, I'm hot on the trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a Midas Touch producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award-winning scholar. My IQ is 162, exclamation point. Ask me any question, I know. I was Oxford psychology tutor and everything, smiley face.
Politics. I am hot on Z. I'm hot on Z trail of the fucking Trumpy going to the fucking jail in my podcast. I'm a mother such producer, Oxford, Berkeley Taipei Medical University, honors graduate, award winning scholar.
Okay. Um, I knew it. Here we go. David Clipper. Thank you. Um, so right now I'm cleaning. I don't know if you're still there. Don't with own taxpayer dollars. Student radio at the University of Aridstone. And <clears throat> him, Yeah, I should do that and post that on um,
The Guardian. Oops. Um. Where'd it go? Mm. My bad. My bad. Where to go? Trista, why don't you? Okay, I can get back to. Are you still there? Is anybody out there? Oh wow, man, you are. Sorry about that long silence. That was that was an ASMR on on relaxing noises and silence meditation. That was your chance to do meditation. I hope you used it well. Okay, let's go back to this awesome freaking, you know, Glenn Kirshner and Michael Cohen. Mea culpa. Reveal the worst news for Trump yet. This is my man Cooper. You brief it up. You said oral oh, argument. Let me don't let me. Decide it. And Jack Smith said no. Tell you I analogize story don't this. this is like Jack me. Smith being a major league baseball pitcher, striking out people as they're sitting in the dugout before they even walk up the home plate. That's what Jack Smith is trying to do right now. And that gives me some comfort and confidence. <laughs> That he's a different kind of federal prosecutor. Yeah, but let's also not forget that at the end of the day, Merrick Garland's still the one that has to bring those charges, and I have very little confidence in Mar in Merrick Garland. But I so much of the mortgage crisis debacle that we all lived with, right? Where not one single bigwig, not one billionaire from that Lehman estate or anything ended up doing one day, doing one day of time, and how many billions of dollars did we end up losing? But the one question I really have for you on this one is, I was a little bit confused because my understanding was that Jack Smith was really brought on as the special counsel for the, the, um, for the document case. Uh, and I didn't realize that it was this expansive because now he's bringing in Jared and he's bringing in Ivanka and Mike Pence. And I think he also, um, subpoenaed, uh, what's his name? Mark Meadows 
in the same probe, and he's going full balls to the wall on this one. Yeah, but his, appo his, one. his appointment letter, his appointment letter actually gives him the authority and jurisdiction to investigate both things: the insurrection and the classified Either documents crimes. Right, because this one because is all this about, of course. Um, Trump's warning. efforts to remain in the and White so House, right, after on, losing the 2020 election. And I think it's incredible. I think it's incredible. Um, if you can music. get on the stand, Jared, Ivanka, Comedy. Meadows, you know, Rudy, you can get, uh, you know, half a dozen of these people. But this and shit needs to move quick because me personally, and I'm involved in this every single day, whether it's tangentially or directly, I'm tired. I'm tired of every day watching this bullshit just sort of sift through the strainer, and I'm just losing it sometimes because they fight, they fight, they fight, and then that shit moves on because Donald does something more chaotic than the last thing, or something new pops up and then distinct. It just extinguishes exactly what everybody was looking for. But let me ask you this then, Glenn, because you tweeted last week that, and I quote. Former President Donald Trump will sell out members of his own family if he's indicted, including his daughter Ivanka and Trump's son-in-law Jared Kushner. Now, no truer statement has been said. If you go back to any of these podcasts, and my listeners could confirm it, I've been saying this shit on television, on this podcast, in the press, literally since the day that I was going away. I said he'll throw he'll throw God under the bus if they would help him to avoid <laughs> culpability or accountability. So what made you decide to tweet that out? This your best golf season yet at Dick Sporting Goods and Golf Galaxy. Try the latest game. Um, I can't remember what the reporting was, but we all know Donald Trump is a narcissist. You don't have to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist to understand that Donald Trump cares only about Donald Trump. Um, so I, I prosecuted plenty of defendants who were narcissists, and the one thing that they tended to have in common is they would do anything and sacrifice anyone to protect and preserve their own position. So if it meant they could throw a bunch of folks under the bus, if, you know, we would agree to give them a sentencing uh, recommendation or cap that was one year lower than they might otherwise get if they didn't cooperate and throw people under the bus. They, they couldn't sign up quickly enough. Narcissists protect themselves and they, you know, at the expense of everybody else, friends, families, loved ones, enemies, everybody. That's what I see Donald Trump doing when, hopefully not if, but when, he finally sees himself indicted. And I still believe once that first indictment drops, the dam will break because then every prosecutor will feel like, oh, you know what? Donald Trump committed crimes in my jurisdiction. I got to step up now because that barrier has been broken and a former criminal president has been charged. So I do believe you'll start to see indictments dropping once we get that first one, which looks like it's, it's likely to be out of Georgia. Yeah, I think the first one is likely to be out of New York. I'm I hope you're right. Believer, but... I'm a firm believer, which is hysterical, because most people were so angry, myself included, right? Um, when it came to Alvin Bragg, our New York district attorney. You know, what's he doing? What's he waiting for? You saw Mark Pomerantz and Carrie Dunn 
resignation letters. You saw things absolutely come to a screeching halt. And now all of a sudden, things have picked up with super, super speed. Uh, and I think the team that he has attached to this specific matter are equally impressive as Mark Pomerantz, Carrie Dunn, and their team. And that says a lot because I have the utmost of respect for those two individuals. Let me tell you, Michael, and I agree with everything you just said, and I want you to be right. The charges are imminent in New York. But here's the thing, the data point that really bothered me, right? It was not just Pomerantz and Dunn resigning after they concluded there was enough to indict and enough to convict. That's a that's a problem because I was a career prosecutor. And when I made the hard recommendation to the U.S. attorney that we got we got this one, boss, let me let me do it. And they told me no for some reason. That didn't sit well with me. But then when I read some of the closing well, arguments, of, I don't know if it was a closing argument or rebuttal argument. I think it was Joshua Steinglass was the uh, uh, prosecutor who made this argument. He said, ladies and gentlemen, the evidence you saw during the course of this trial makes it clear that Donald Trump explicitly approved the fraud. Well, here's my beef, Michael. If you had that evidence and you felt ethically comfortable and confident making confused because my understanding was that Jack Smith was really brought on as the special counsel for the the um, for the document case. Uh, and I didn't realize that it was this expansive because now he's bringing in. Jared and he's bringing in Ivanka and Mike Pence and I think he also um, subpoenaed uh, what's his name Mark Meadows in the same probe and he's going full balls to the wall on this one. Yeah, but his, appo his, one. his appointment letter, his appointment letter actually gives him the authority and jurisdiction to investigate both things: the insurrection and the classified documents crimes. Right, because this one is all about, of course, um, Trump's efforts to remain in the White House. Right after losing the 2020 election. And I think it's incredible. I think it's incredible if you can get on the stand, Jared, Ivanka, Meadows, you know, Rudy, you can get, uh, you know, half a dozen of these people. But this shit needs to move quick because me personally.